Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast on We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking ahead to the weekend's action in the McAvoy Super Value Under 20 Championship, and I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, sports editor of the Anglo Celt. Uh, maybe before we jump to that, very briefly, um, under 13 finals are completed. Last night was the last of them, Butler's Bridge with a convincing win over Coo Hollins, but um, I was at these, thankfully. Um, all good finals, very entertaining, and and I have to say the the future is bright in a lot of these clubs. Cuhullins last night, Paul, would you believe? I was looking at the bench and I was on the far side and I was kind of saying to myself, "Geez, I must count how many subs." I couldn't. It was like a blur. There's that many of them. There must be forty. That's unbelievable. It was yeah. Savage. I know they have. I know they have two teams, don't they? And of two hundred fifteen yeah. teams as well. That's right. So it's good to see um, the the clubs where the population centres are are tapping into these big numbers because that's mm. what we need in the county. The yeah. population of Cavan is rising. I think I mentioned this before. Traditionally, we've always been like slightly more populated than Monaghan. Population is such a big factor in yeah. senior success, and we've always had like maybe ten percent more of a population than Monaghan. Traditionally, slightly bigger county, and. Uh, the way it's projected now, we're going to maybe have 20% more than Monaghan. So I'm just using Monaghan as the yardstick, but that's to no good. Them. To if we could beat them with a the yardstick, <laughs> we'd take it. Should beat them with anything we can. <laughs> that's Personally. no good unless you can tap into the numbers. Like. Yeah, yeah, but so they definitely seem to, see. to be in Coohullins. Now, and I have to say, congratulations, obviously, Butler's Bridge won it. Um, a, a really good performance by Butler's Bridge. Lovely, skillful team um, in horrible conditions. The Rangers battered down the whole game long, but... Both teams had had lots of skill on show. Probably Butler's Bridge just with the better forwards and and a wonderful goalkeeper. I think his name is Keen McConnell. A name to watch out for. Three point blank saves that kept Butler's Bridge in the lead. And well done. Of course, congratulations to Calvin Gales who won the Division One at under thirteen level, beating Kingscourt with a a late goal. Um, a, a wonderful game of football. I have to say that that really. It stood out to me. Mick Flynn is involved again, along with Fergal Maguire, DJ Gaffney, and Noel Galligan with that Calvin Gales team. But Mick Flynn looks like he's he's uh, guiding another crop of wonderfully talented footballers, or or maybe he just makes wonderfully talented footballers. With the Gales on the thirteens, it's after being a great week and a half for the Gales because the Farnham won the coming the Munster Division One, the Gales yeah. won the thirteens one, and the twenties had a good win over Rammer. So. Good week for the Gales. Yeah, yeah. And they're and they're supposed to be getting close to, to getting a new senior manager too, if the rumours are to be believed. Right, right. Yeah, there's there's lots of rumours about managers going about um I hear at the minute, but I I, I I'll not I'll not jump into it because there's a lot of rumours and we don't know what's true. But I heard a name mentioned I heard two names mentioned actually for Calvin Gale's job. Um and while both are good managers, they surprised me. But anyway, we'll we'll we'll, we'll come to that. We'll get them the merry go round uh done next week and see exactly where it, where it lands yeah well I don't think it's any it's any harm to speculate um, I think any manager can be taken as has been flattered when they're linked with any senior club but the name I heard is, is Dominic Corrigan that the Gales are supposed to be I don't know if the, did you hear his name I did heard his Gales name mentioned yeah I heard that he was meant to be staying with Ballinamore 
um, and that he had been offered it for man a job as well. And, and I think he's he's one of these uh, mythological figures that if half of what you believe is true, but Donna Corrigan's record, second to none, ah, that, that'd be a coup. Fantastic, fantastic record. I mean, he won the Hogan Cup only last year. I think he was over that yeah. to Michael's team. And is that his second or third Hogan Cup? Or, uh, sorry, well, definitely second or third McRory. Yeah, it would be, yeah. So... Yeah, no, there's a lot of talk of that. I know he has trained, taken training sessions for clubs uh, in Cavan various times over the years as well. So that's one name I heard mentioned. I did hear he left Ballinamore, so um, right. that's all my sources tell me. Right, it'd be interesting. We'll watch that space anyway. So uh, let us know, obviously, folks, if you hear of managerial changes. Um, yeah, so well done. Um, in Division 3, it was... Let me get these right. There was wins anyway for Mullahorn, for um, Arva... And for Shercock in, in the other on the 13s. So congratulations to all on the 13 winners. Moving on to this weekend's actions in the under 20 championship. We'll start in Division 3. Um, five teams operating it. So four of them playing this weekend. Um, on Saturday, in up presume it's up in Mulla. It's Cuhullins against Templeport at 7.30 in the evening. Um, that'll be an interesting enough game, Paul. Yeah, both, both teams have good enough forwards. Templeport took an awful trimming against Balignard there recently, mm. which won't have helped them. Balignard seem to be probably the strongest in that division, even though they drew Cahullins the first day. But um, if you're going to ask me, we're supposed to be run through and give our predictions for the mm. crack. I, I'll go with, ba- with um, Cahullins to win that one. Cahullins to beat Templeport on it, yeah. The journey in itself is going to make it... Uh, you know, it's bound to have an impact on it. But Cahullins look like they're... Well, they've, they've two games played and a draw and a win from their two games the draw as you said coming from Balignan the win against Ballyhays which Ballyhays by their own account were, were very poor that day didn't play to the potential so um, could be a tight enough game Templeport need to win it, it it's a must win because it's the final game they've three games played one win and two losses so for them to well not necessarily she then have no wins at all in that um, and two games played so they mightn't just do, be do four out of the five teams go into the semis yeah is that I definite? believe so. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Actually, I can't say for definite, but I believe. I, yeah. I, I, I my understanding is five. To five teams is not enough for a championship, in my opinion. I think you should have to. You should have to have a, a minimum of maybe six or seven. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't argue with you. I couldn't argue with you. I, I think you all should get the job done. Like, there's definitely Balnia are definitely better than than some teams in Division Two. There, Cuhullins drew a Balnia. You know, you'd wonder. Is there a need for a third division? division? You know, and, and, and to what benefit is it? Yeah. Templeport, I, Den, Valley Hayes, are they, you know, c- could they have learned as much by playing in, in Division 2? I think so. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with Cuhullins on that one as well. And then on Saturday as well, sorry, on um, Sunday at 2 o'clock in Valley Hayes, it's Valley Hayes against Den. Um, Den with no wins from the two games. Valley Hayes with one win and one loss from the two games. Yeah, that game's in Ballyhays. Yeah. I'll go with Ballyhays. Yeah, I think I'll go with the same all right now. Ballyhays would have convincing win last week, 3-14 to 9 points against Templeport, then losing out to Balignan, 111 to 117, which is a respectable enough defeat because Balignan look like they're, they're well clear on top of that uh, Division division 3 table. So, um, But yeah, I I, I think... Ballyhays should have enough to get over this one and then by doing so I think they end the competition that there'll be no need for the fourth game for Den because they'll have three played 
well, I suppose depending on Temple Port's result this weekend, actually, it could okay. it could all still be play for. But yeah, you're right. Ideally, it's not it's not a great championship with five teams in it, is it? Not when you have four going to a semi. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really. It it means you're playing four games. Sorry, each team is playing four games to eliminate one team. Yeah, not really, yeah. not really ideal. Yeah, I suppose to try to be fair to the clubs in it, they probably felt they didn't want to go up against the amalgamations. I think you've five standalone teams there, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So you've that you've that aspect to it as well. Um, yeah. Like you have to pat the clubs on the back for having their own under twenty team. A lot of clubs don't. Yeah. Um, which is another way of looking at it. Like I'm not saying, but I just think that that uh, I just know from handball because I was at a handball meeting last night, and this is a constant debate about diluting grades. And you know, everyone can't be a winner. You can't just keep running competitions for for people to get a medal. Mm. Um, and feel like they've won something. I know, and I know there is a benefit to that, especially with youngsters keeping them on, and and getting a bit of success and, and so on. But you know, it can't it's, be a race it, to the bottom either. I well, it's at what point do you stop? Yeah, you know, is is five competitions too many? Or how many under twenty under twenty teams have we there? Well, there's five in Division Three, nine in Division Two, and in Division One you have seven. So you're at twenty one. Twenty-one in total. There's yeah. two, two yeah. divisions of a. You could have a, you could have had three sevens there. Would it be more even or, um, yeah, or maybe two. Look, yeah, it's well, straight. You maybe could have had a division two with two groups in it. I um, think that might have been the better yeah. solution. But look, at that's hindsight. You only yeah, know that, that when you get the results in. Either way, it's a good. It's a the group system is a good step forward because more games is good. Exactly, I think uh, that's a hundred percent accurate. Brady's Arva Limited. Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Moving on to Division 2 uh, this weekend, the fixtures. See Lara taking on Darren O'Creeve. That's in St. Aidan's in Bombay, Friday night at 8.30. Um, that'll be a really interesting one because both teams, uh, Darren O'Creeve has two, have two wins from two and so do Lara. Yeah, um, Lara had their hands full against Castleran, but they, they got through it there um, last... They played both their games in a short space of time last weekend, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, they because they were involved in Ulster Club. Sorry, Friday night... No, sorry, they had played one earlier on. They played Killan uh, in the first weekend. All oh, right, I thought, I thought Lara had two games last weekend. No. All right. Uh, or sorry, it was Castleran that had two. It was Menta. Menta, but the second was called off because of... Tragic death in Kilachandra, unfortunately. Yes, that's right. Um, but um, that's that's right. But I know that they had their hands full. So um, yeah, be Lara, Lara. Obviously, we know that the four starting players of their intermediate team who've just lost narrowly in Oma. And we was a judo was telling me that Galbally are now favourites, second favourites for the All Ireland in that grade Ireland, with Paddy Power. So. Me. That, that that tells you again what a good performance that was by Lara. Lara should have won it. They were the better team. There you, know? you go. So so to have four of that on their under twenties is, is obviously a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, start like four starters, um, and they're playing. 
Darren O'Creeve. Darren O'Creeve. Who are, I've seen Darren O'Creeve and, and I'm very impressed with them. Like, I have a copy of the Celt here in front of me, like just looking at the, at the where is it now? Looking at the Darren O'Creeve team, like they beat, they beat Blackwater 112 to 8 points. Darren O'Creeve have lots of recognisable names there. The Kevin McGovern, obviously we've talked about him before from Corner, mm. Ryan Pryor. Um, then you've Rory Corn, Keane McGovern, and uh, Keevan McGovern up front, like three players that have that have been very good on the Ridge Eleven in recent years. So there's lots of talent on that Darren Creeve team. Uh, that could be you could be looking at um, possibly looking at the winner coming from that game because yeah. looking at the table, see well the table is not sided because because uh, some teams four played in Blackwater four played yeah. So that does leave a lopsided, but you could possibly be looking at the winners coming from this game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, they're currently sitting third and fourth on the table, um, and yet they have only two games played, along with Aaron Gales, uh, St. Joseph's, and Castle Rahan. Now, Castle Rahan are sitting bottom, two games played, and no points on it. But uh, yeah, go on, give us your winner. Darren Creever, Lara. I'm going to go for a draw on that one. That's a big fence. To match the big hat. Well, <laughs> we didn't take a picture the other day about the big hat. If you if you want to know about the big hat, head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are Kevin, where we discuss Paul's what what way did you describe it? Ample cranium. Ample cranium. I knew it was cranium, alright. Wonderful ample cranium. Um yeah, so the fence you're sitting on says a draw. I think do you know what? The fact that it's it's I think it's meant to be a home game for Lara. Lara's name's first and it's down in there in a creve now. Or down in Templeport a lot of these Darren O'Creeve lads will be used to playing their school football in Bombay so it's as good as a home game oh it is as good as a home game yeah I don't know why is that game in I don't know. Templeport maybe maybe it's, it is a home game for Darren O'Creeve maybe well Lara's named first oh Lara maybe don't have floodlights yeah yeah and wanted to play it on Friday night yeah so it's probably the, the 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 best solution to it but I it that's a game actually I'd love to go I'm away but I, I would love to go to see because Lara play lovely running free-flowing football they can attack from all different areas of the field Darren O'Creeve have a few classy classy forwards you know that's going to be a, a really good battle good, good game for a Division 2 game yeah yeah really good quality I'm going to say do you know what I'm going to go with Lara I'm going to go with Lara on this one a narrow win for Lara well I'm going to go with Darren O'Creeve then well just to split the difference just a twist just a twist Um yeah, last or sorry, second game is again Friday night is on the three G pitches. St Joseph's against Aaron Gales. Apparently, Aaron Gales against Killigarry last weekend was an absolute cracker. It was an four, absolute hum, humdinger of a match. Four ten to five ten or something like that was it? Uh, five twelve to four twelve. Five twelve to four twelve. Big scores there. Darren McGoran turned on the side in the second half. He got, I think he got five points in the second half yeah. for Aaron Gales, which was crucial on loads of pace on the Killigarry team. You've Ben Mooney and. Um, Oshin Brady. Vanny. Oshin Brady played as a back. He scored three frees. Um, yeah, Keen Riley there, cornerback as well. Yeah, under 17 as well. Michael yeah. Owens played well, scored a penalty. Um, Darrell Dowell got the goal. King got 1 1 as well. So, And then in the middle of the field of Cormac Donoghue, who has been playing really well. Yeah. He's come to prominence this year, really. I, I wasn't familiar with him before this year, but he had a great run with Cavan under 20s and, and Bill Torbett and got 1 1. And he's. He's a player to watch as well. So. Mm, I think the, a, a big call in the game was the sending off of Daniel Walsh 10 minutes to go in that game and, and I think Killigarry were in front or well maybe they weren't but I, I think with 10 minutes to go game in the melting pot and, and, and Killigarry reduced to 14 was a big, big Yeah, Killigarry were, were ahead by a point. 
Ahead by a point. Um, and McGorn scored the resulting free after Walsh was sent off. So um, referee was Joe McQuillan. Right, yeah. Now, I, apparently, I was chatting to a neutral at the game. There was no qualms about the, about the sending off. I, I'm not sure was it yellows or, or, or straight red, I don't know. But um, big, big call on it. And, and, and Aaron Gale's going rightly there. Um, so Aaron Gale's this weekend, as I said, they're taking on St. Joseph's who obviously had the game postponed last weekend, um, unfortunately. But that'll be that'll be an interesting enough one. Aaron Gale is looking to continue their march. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good game. Aaron Gales have to have to win it. Well they've, yeah, the two games played, one win, one loss. Or sorry. Sorry, they have two games played, two wins. So if they win it they're guaranteed, I presume, at this stage, the semi final spot. Um, which would be a big one where St Joseph's have two games played a loss and a draw, they have to have to win it. Mm, yeah. um, so it's all or nothing really for, for St. Joe's this weekend. Um, and then that's on Friday night. And then on Sunday, oh, sorry, you're going for who on that one? I'll go for Aaron Gales on that one. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And then on Sunday in Castle Rahan, up in, in Bally James Duff, it's Castle Rahan against St. Joe's at two o'clock. Uh, so St. Joe's has to play two games this weekend to make up for that. Missed game last weekend. Um, yeah, I I fancy Castlerahan in this one. I know Carl Cosgrove had a great game last he's week. He's playing brilliant football. He is. Yeah. He's after coming on a lot. Lara found him hard to deal with. Um, so did Killigarry. Yeah, so uh, I'd probably give Castlerahan the nod there. I think that they home. There's some good players coming up there. Yeah, there's a corner forward and his name is gone from me. Is he Jack something? Um, young lad. He's under seventeen, I think under 17 or under 18 and, and apparently he's playing quite well as well in the under 20s I, I'll, I'll try and dig out his name again but he's he's one to watch and if St. Joe's lose on Friday night that's essentially their championship over so you know they've nothing really to play for I don't think on, on, on Sunday so I'd imagine all of those cards stacked um, they'll, they'll land on to Castlerahan's favour it should, should be in in uh, come Sunday but just looking through that table very briefly. Um, so Blackwater and Killigarry have their four games played. Two wins, a loss and a draw and five points. Which doesn't necessarily guarantee them a semi-final spot. But all their their cards are played at this stage. So Darren O'Creeve, Lara, Aaron Gales on four points with two games played. They can all leapfrog um, the two teams above them. And then you have the potential... St. Joe's with two wins in their last two games could get up onto five points uh, equal equal in Blackwater and Killigarry. So it may come down to the possibility that only one of Blackwater or Killigarry make it into the semi-final. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Aaron Gales will have a big say in that as well. They've got young Harry Clark and goals there see, as well. So mm. um, it's a good division that. Hard to pick a winner. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of good games in it. Uh, but yeah, Friday night for me down in Bombay is the, is the pick and it would be worth a look at that one uh, moving on to Division 1 and the fixtures this weekend see Asan Gales taking on Cavan Gales um, there's no venue up on that one but it's down as a home uh, game for Asan Gales that's at 12 o'clock on Sunday um, Asan beaten by Law last weekend convincingly enough only scored one point in the second half and that came in injury time of the second half but they were dealt Double blow, 15 minutes into the game with the Killing Care duo, uh, Daniel Sweeney and Neil McKay both going off injured. Um, but 
I think the the story of the game was that Peter Smith scored three one at full forward. Three one, great scoring, and uh, Brandon Boylan got six points to see five from play um. as well. Emma Boylan got three. So even though they're missing Patrick Lynch and um, James Smith, James Smith, they're they're going very well there. Crush it It'd be a hell of an achievement if they could win that without those two players. Yeah, It'd be a, be a magnificent achievement. Um, yeah, Asan talking to an Asan, well, a, a Lavi man before um, the first round, like he felt that the Asan were going to be very weak. Yeah, he thought they might struggle badly, but to be fair to them, like they've they've haven't been terrible. You know, they've been competitive enough in games, like keeping like three five to ten there at half time. Do you know what I mean? Ten scores against eight. I know, obviously three five ten. They end up losing at four ten to eleven, but. They haven't been totally walloped in games. The no, well, they, they drew the first one against St. Aidan's. Yeah. And then, you know, against Crushlaw, I'd, I'd imagine if those two players were, were fit still, and it would have been a competitive second half. It just fell apart a wee bit on them. But Danny Cusick in the middle of the field for Asan is going to take watching no matter who he's playing against. Yeah, you know, he's a got, real good player. You've got Aaron McCabe there as well. Yeah. And, and Dara Tierney. So, like, they, they do have a bit of quality. They're probably just tight on numbers, but... Um, no, I think they're going to struggle this again now. Yeah, they may do. May do. They uh, they they face Calvin Gales, and if Calvin Gales win it, um, it puts them up with four points from their four games and in contention for a semi-final spot. All down to last weekend's punch by Luke Malloy in the in injury time, a, a cracking, entertaining game up in Terry Kyle. Yeah, but you were, you were, you were at the game, Damien. You were telling me that. Um, even though it was a smash and grab, the Gales probably deserved it. Yeah, they did. They did. Their second half performance, I don't know what happened. Michael Veal went off at half time, but they moved uh, Dylan McMullen to the middle of the field and brought on Dylan Malloy into the forward line and just reshuffled. And it, they dominated. They, they controlled the second half and Rammer kind of struggled. Now, the Rammer half back line for me was excellent. Um, I think it was Aaron Mannion, Ben Smith. And Brian Quilty, three half backs. They're all, I'm nearly sure, got on the scoreboard. You know, really, really good. But in the middle of the field, they struggled. They they, they couldn't handle McMullen and Luke Malloy. Well, Malloy's got half. a lot of ability. I, like I've seen him do some great things. He needs a bit of coaching. Probably, I'm sure he's getting coaching, but he he has a lot, lot to learn. But mm. like in terms of raw tools, there he's got a lot going for him. That's it. He scored one point. That was, you know, Gerald McCarron in style, cutting down the left wing and, and, a, and a, a big whirly curling in on the left foot, you know. It's funny you say that, Gerald McCarron style, because Gerald likes to carry the ball. I, from, from the times I've seen Luke Malloy, he, he tends to carry the ball too yes. much. Yeah, and actually... The first uh, thing he'll do is take a solo or a bounce out of it, and sometimes you always want him to, to move it on. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he actually, I remember the start of the game thinking, oh gosh, it's, it's not going to go his way. I think the first three possessions he got, he lost the ball. But then he grew into the game as, as it went on. And, and by the end of it, like the, the winning goal to describe it, Dylan Malai, I think it was, had a shot um, that was blocked down and went out for 45. And Jack Tully, who's been playing brilliant for Calvin Gales, um, under 17 still, but, but a real name to watch for the future. Um, he took the 45 all bodies in around the square. Um, Luke Malai kind of stood out to, as you're looking at the town end goal, stood out to the left-hand side of them um, and then realised the ball was going to drop short and, and ran maybe five, six yards and just punched the ball over his head into the far corner of the net. Really, really good finish and, and you know, a deserved win, but a wee bit of fortune maybe on it. 
but you know fortune favours the brave and, mm. and they were brave to go for it yeah it's going to be interesting now that division again is hard to call that brings the Gales back into it Rammer probably still favourites I would say yeah, um, yeah. probably still favourites like like the Gales kind of like the Gales had to seemingly play very well and get a last minute goal to beat them at home so that mm. suggests Rammer are, are no bad team either so um, and I'd say Sean McAvoy to come back into that team is he he didn't play yeah yeah so that that's be a big Rammer going to be in the mix crush lot and the Gales back in it so again that's and actually Shani Kyogen didn't start I, I presume that was true injury because he came on and scored a couple of frees but again he'd be a big loss mm, he would be yeah um, he yeah. was a county minor two years ago so yeah exactly he's primed for it so um, yeah so in that Assen Gales Cavan Gales who are you going for Cavan Gales was it I think I'll go for Cavan Gales as well second game is Southern Gales against St. Aidan's um, and last weekend Southern Gales were were shocked by Knockbride who were beaten well the weekend before it finished Knockbride 4-7 to Southern Gales 1-11 it's not going all their own way Southern Gales <coughs> the funny thing is Knockbride have, have been playing really well in, in snatches they haven't put it together for a whole for a whole hour they lost in the first two games, like they lost two out of two, despite playing well at times. Like they were, the Rammer game, they were, <coughs> they were way down at half time and played really well in the second half. Like looking at that Upright team, there's loads of great footballers on that team. There's lo- lots of them who I saw several times for an Upright mm. junior championship who really impressed me. Um, <coughs> most of the team was on the, was in around senior, that, that, yeah. that or senior junior, team. Yeah. Looking through the Southern Gales team, there's a good few um, well known names, I suppose, that played county underage. And then the big names are, are up front, but you've got the two Maddens and Ocean Pearson. So you've got you've got a county senior starting player there, like so, yeah. like worth the weight and gold. You'd imagine at this at this level, but there's has, no other county senior, no other county senior playing in this competition. Starting county senior, yeah, that's right. Know. No other starter. No, James Smith, I suppose, if he was fit, yeah, but he's not. It wasn't a starter, but Ocean yep. started the Ulster final, so. Um, they're probably underperforming a wee bit, Southern Gales. They appear to be. Appear the to ba- be. They're probably looking at at their team like the back. The back line would probably not be as strong as the midfi- as the forward line. Yeah, um, apparently Tiernan Madden is is the is the player who's standing out in their forward line for them at the minute. Young Key and Madden's younger brother. Um, so again, it seems to be looking at this. Some of the younger players are are, are playing better than the. Than the older ones, taking it even to the Calvin Gales one, Jack Tully, same age as Tiernan Madden, Quivin McGovern, um, cornerback for Calvin Gales, Owen Galligan on their 17 again, Sean McAvoy playing very well for mm. for Rammer when he's there. You know, it seems to be those younger lads appear to be stepping up. Yeah, well, could not bride if not bride, like, like with the players they've got there, like Philip Rogers. Kieran Smith, Matty Trainer, yeah. um, they're, they're quality players. They've got this youngster, um, Jason Riley, who got a hat trick in the under seventeen final in that in that absolute goal fest of a game I was at. He he's a good oh, forward. Yeah. DJ Cassidy there, half back. Philip Nulty, um, they've, they've got a good team. Could they tighten the division? Which would be a, a monumental achievement for an upright to win mm. that division one on their own. It's yeah. very it's a very interesting uh under twenty one championship, I have to say. Under yeah. twenty championship. Under twenty it is. So Southern Gales or St. Aidan's. St. Aidan's we haven't spoken a lot about, but the four clubs of Kill, Drung, Drumgoon and Coot Hill. Um Shane Sexton, my man Shane Sexton seems to be stepping up again. Yeah, it seems to be they had a bye last again, so we, we, we didn't get a chance to get a look at them last again. But I know Jim McCarney's playing well for them too and yeah. Shane Sexton, as you say. 
like they they beat Calvin Gales, who, and we're singing Calvin Gales' praises here, and they bet them earlier on. So again, I don't think I don't I don't know could they win it. Maybe they could, um, but well, they've three points from their two games so far. Yeah, maybe they could win it. This weekend will tell a tale on them. This is like moving day in a golf major yeah, here. Like yeah. we're gonna learn. We're probably gonna know who's gonna be really in the shake up after this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So who are you going for? Southern Gales or St. Aidan's? I'm going to go for Southern Gales. 12 o'clock on Sunday. It's a, it's a home game for Southern Gales. And I think that backs to the wall, we, we may see the best of, of Southern Gales. And the fact that they've played minor together, you know, you'd imagine that they should be able to pull it together and, and, and get over the line. But St. Aidan's won't, won't let them have it easy. But I'll go with Southern Gales as well. The final one is the tie, the tie of the round. Um, it's the... Number one team against the number two team, Ramar United against Crushalaw at twelve o'clock in Virginia. Or sorry, at one o'clock in Virginia. Um as we've mentioned already, Ramar <coughs> beaten last weekend, Crushalaw winning comfortably against Asangil. This is the game of the round, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. I'm gonna let you go first with your prediction this time. Yeah, I I do you know I think Rammer, if they have everybody back, if Shani Keoghan and, and, and Sean McAvoy are, are available, they should have enough. They, they, they had to play Ronan Patterson in the forward line the last day and it didn't really suit him. He didn't get into the game at all. Evan Fortune kind of had him you know, well wrapped up. He wore number 11 but played a full forward. Um, if they can afford to get him out the field and bring in Shani Keoghan and bring in Sean McAvoy, who are natural forwards, it, it, it may strengthen up Rammer. But then... I don't know how far away Patrick Lynch is from from being back. I don't think James Smith will be, um, or or it'll be another maybe four or five weeks at best. Yeah, there's um, still a lot of quality though on that on that Crush Law team. Like you've John Cook there, full back as well. Keen Boylan, like they were playing for the senior team all year. Ben Kelly Flynn, who's also a great mm. basketball player, as far as I know, scored a goal. Got a goal the last it. Eddie Devereaux Gilson. You know, there's there's good players. Garrett Boylan, who's the third of the Boylan brothers. So there, there is good talent there. Yeah, it's it, it is a tie it around. Very hard to call. I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for the home win. I think Rammer just they'll they'll cause the upset. Um, or maybe it's not an upset. I don't think it would be an upset. No, I don't think it would be. But they'll 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 break Crushlaw's momentum. Two wins from two for Crushlaw, and if Rammer if Rammer can do this, then. It'll give them an advantage, maybe going into a semi-final. But Rammer kind of have to win it to to guarantee their semi-final spot with four points. You know, three games played, so to one extra. I, I think Rammer's need is greater, and therefore it might just get them over the line. I'm gonna go with you in that. Yeah, think so. Think so. Um, yeah, so it should be very, very entertaining weekend in the McAvoy's Super Value Under Twenty Championship. Um, as I said earlier, folks, don't forget to head on over to Patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan, uh, where we spoke about the upcoming convention in Cavan and the nominations for the new positions um, on Cavan GA. We also spoke about Paul's hat and head, as, as we've <laughs> mentioned already, which is very, very entertaining, despite your your uh, initial impressions, I'm sure, when I explain it to you. And we looked through um, our email bag. It's a brand new idea. Never, 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 ever thought of before. No, 
no. not by somebody on RT tw- no, 25, 30 captain, years ago. Nothing like that, no. no. Definitely not, but all the suggestions for what you would like to hear on our podcast, so head on over to patreon.com forward slash wearecavan for that. Thanks a million for listening to the McAvoy's Super Value GA podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoy your weekend of On The 20 action. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the it was hard, fast football after that. You're in Carvinaise, yeah! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Cavan to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe, and it's over the lap, and Cavan are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill. What a day he is having. Oh, this is brilliant by Cavan. Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah.